0: Yo! Welcome in, everybody. This is Too Much Movie Night. Join your hilarious host, Brian. They're like mushrooms. Feed them shit, keep them in the dark. JJ.
1: Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. And Steve.
0: You're a cop. all along as we dissect, debate, and dish out cinematic hilarity that'll leave you rolling in the aisles. So buckle up, grab your popcorn, and get ready for a movie podcast that's packed with laughs, entertainment, and probably a few bad jokes. This is Too Much Movie Night. Welcome in, everybody. We're so glad you came to be a part of it. Nope, I'm not even going to try.
2: <laughs> not even to a awesome. part of it. <laughs> this oh, is too much
0: movie night. We love it here. We got drama week, JJ's pick of The Departed. Guys, how are we doing this week? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> fantastic.
0: We got a fantastic movie on the docket. How can we not be doing great? JJ's oh, so yeah. glad we finally 100%. got this on up here. Yes.
1: I love it. And uh, It was a fun one. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we haven't had like a solid fun one, I, in my honest opinion, in a long time.
3: We've had lots of solid fun ones.
1: <laughs> we haven't but, had one in a minute.
3: This one, um, man, this is a, how do I put this? This is an investment. <laughs> You're going to watch The Departed. It's an investment in time.
0: Like half of our movies that we've done over the last eight weeks have been to yeah. goodness. I think like that two-and-a-half-hour clip is just our average lately. Goodness. Wow. Damn. You guys are picking some some uh, some hefty long ones there. Y'all? I haven't had a win in like ten weeks. Well, I mean, you're us now? except for you.
3: That's right. You, you've got yeah. two uh two-and-a-half-month dry spell. That's it's ridiculous.
0: ridiculous. Alyssa's <laughs> so taking all the dubs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been nice, though she is but you know when we think about it right like you guys you guys get a share dubs me no. and jj we gotta split them so you know this is a one-third type show so she comes in she takes your
0: third also you know that's that's you all met right? her the listeners at home know this tr- <laughs> that she doesn't share there's no sharing from Melissa. She, she doesn't share mm. yeah just wait till she pops in here in a little bit she's gonna be stealing everything the spotlight and all
3: that's right
0: the,
1: the stage <laughs> the
0: spotlight speaking of the spotlight Who did we have it on this movie? We're rocking Leo. We got Matt Damon, Jack Jack Nicholson, Marky Mark, Martin Sheen. Alec Baldwin even gave us a great performance. Like, all over the place. Martin Scorsese is the one that brought us this this masterful film.
1: Oh, man. Where were you guys the first time y'all saw it? (laughs) I honestly, I don't know. I think it was just one of those, like, I rented one night, like, randomly. And then watched it and was like, holy shit. And then went and bought it on DVD or Blu-ray. And then downloaded it on every platform that I had. Yeah. I don't know. That much of the imprint, huh? I mean, it's just one of those. I, I don't... I've watched it so many times that I cannot remember the exact first time that I watched it.
3: You know, I'm, I'm kind of the same way, JJ. It's like, this is a what I would it say, like 2006 movie? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to remember, like, back at that time, I, I don't think this was... Bro, I don't think this was... this was We went to this show.
0: Um, I don't remember seeing this in theater, definitely not. This was definitely a Netflix by mail movie for me. Yeah, I want to say I watched it by myself, and maybe this was one we both watched separately and came together, like, uh, oh, my God, you watched this, right? Uh, because it was it came out of nowhere for me, at least like I did not. I wasn't even set with these actors at this point, you know, Matt Damon I, re- you know, I hadn't seen Goodwill Hunting. Um, you know, I hadn't I'd seen Titanic, but you know, Leo's other movies I haven't really seen at this point. So honestly, I struggled keeping these two and Marky Mark together for I was like, hold on. It's all the Boston boys together. Who's who again? And like Leo <laughs> with the short hair, it definitely like uh, it, it took me a bit, but blew me away. Absolutely. I I want to say that, like, uh, so,
3: you know, yeah, I remember this would have been a time we were, let's see, where were we? It must have been down in, like, Florida uh, when this came out. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we did not go to a movie theater and, and see this just a busy time. But, uh, yeah, this must have been a after, moving, after moving, then uh, kind of a, a rental or something like that. So,
0: yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, so we had a uh, ninety million dollar budget. I guess uh, just over half of it went to the actors alone, which doesn't Jeez. leave you with much. I mean, not that you needed too many effects for this movie; it was just a lot of blood. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a hell of a commitment to these actors. But turn it around, two ninety-one at the box office. Gotta love it. Yeah,
3: yeah, it definitely scored. But yeah, you're right. When you're trying to pull in some big, uh, big actors, big cast, big money, it's going to cost you. You know, that stuff is going to cost you. But they kind of paid off for him. Did this win, like, Best Picture or something?
0: Yeah, and uh, they won a couple of awards for this. Uh, also, Steve, did you see your boys attached to this movie? Which was I had no movie? idea Brad Pitt was a producer for this movie. Oh. <laughs> but he I definitely didn't is. Really? I didn't either. Yup. Huh. I know. I saw his name attached to it. I was like, alright, Steve's going to be jumping all over this. I know it. No, I actually didn't know that. Him but... as uh, Doppelganger,
1: hitting it hard on this one.
3: <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I won uh, Academy Award for Best Picture, uh, Best Directing, Best Writing, Wow! And Best Film Editing. Knock it out of the park. See,
3: see, I... Ow, man, there were some things that I had issue with. Jesus, man, just finish your thought or something, you know, or like, or even like, what is this scene about? Or I didn't, I didn't, there, I mean, I don't know if we're going to even talk about those, but there were a couple like, oh, it was one specifically that I'll throw out. There was like the, the hooker and the blow with the, with all the cocaine, scene. you know, it was like, it was just like here, so on evidently that, that was
0: all Jack Nicholson. What? I guess a lot of Jack Nicholson's scenes were actually improv due to his character being substantially higher in the film because of Jack Nicholson's attachment. I guess um, Costello wasn't supposed to be as big in the film until Nicholson came in, but they gave him a lot of freedom of improv and that was a scene that he suggested he wanted thrown in there. that. Bizarre, like you said, yeah, the, the coke throwing on the girls' but scene.
3: But it didn't make sense,
0: you know. A little much, a little much. I
3: mean, and was just like, what? What are we? What are you trying to show here's He's like, okay, he's at the opera, and he shows his girlfriend, and then like, then there's this hooker, and then she's like standing up next to him, and he grabs coke and throws it on the bed, and like, I
0: don't. I was like, what? What's happening? Or she got a rash from sitting at the the play that they went to, and it was baby that powder. That was just talcum talcum yeah, powder, is. baby powder. He's uh, applying <laughs> it on the rash.
1: Is like right. maybe he's just a I mean, good. He's a, he's a good model citizen. Come on. <laughs>
3: maybe maybe she had a little bit of swamp ass, a little chafing. And- <laughs> oh
0: god.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. What well, this
0: trailer before this conversation. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we better. So. We need to hit better. the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> When I was your age, they would say we could become cops or criminals. What I'm saying is this When you're facing a loaded gun, what's the difference?
3: This is not the regular police! This is the state police! We are an elite unit. This is who we're after Frank Costello.
2: You won't be paid as a regular cop, but there's a bonus involved. So, what do I do? You will
1: not ever know the identity of undercover people.
0: Do you have anyone in with Costello presently? Maybe. Do you know who I am? Maybe not. I'm gonna have have my associates search you. That was quick. Think he's dead already?
1: Get your hands off
0: him! I think we could work something out. We are all convinced that Costello has at least
3: one mole inside the Special
0: Investigations Unit. There are parts of my job I can't talk to you about. Man, you are trouble. You don't know the half of it. You better get organized, quick. Hey, last
3: time I checked, I tipped you off, and you're not in jail.
0: Getting the feeling
3: we got a cop in my crew.
2: Soon a lady's gonna find out who I am, and he's gonna kill me.
3: I can get the rap. You just gotta let me do it my way. If you don't, it won't be me who pays for it. It's a leak from the inside It's real, man Smoke him out
2: You're lying to me
1: There are things you don't want to know about
3: What are you waiting for, honestly? Do you want him to
2: chop me up and feed me to the poor? Is that what you guys want?
0: your mother
1: she's on her way out
0: you all are uh, act accordingly
2: the departed begins many years ago in south boston oh my God. <laughs> just kidding guys i won't make you listen to that the entire time the departed begins many years ago in south boston we find colin sullivan as a young boy being introduced to the irish american mob boss frank costello Over the next few years, Costello grooms him to be his personal mole inside the Massachusetts State Police. Eventually, the Special Investigations Unit that focuses on organized crime accepts Sullivan to their team. Meanwhile, Captain Queenan and Staff Sergeant Dignam recruit William Billy Costigan Jr. As he's about to graduate from the State Police Academy, they want him to go undercover for them as his family's ties to organized crime make him the perfect mole. He agrees, and to make his cover more believable, he drops out of the academy and serves time in prison for a fake assault.
0: Nice. It's a hell of an intro we got to all these characters. I, uh, I couldn't believe how much that little kid looked like Matt Damon, like when we had the, the face-to-face transfer scene over. Incredible. Yeah.
3: yeah, that was almost spooky a little bit. I <clears throat> I do agree. I thought it was that like was it... uh, very well done.
1: Yeah, it's it's like the first time seeing it, you're like, like, oh, I wonder who that is. And then, like, as soon as you see Matt Damon, you're like, oh, shit, that was legit. <laughs> like, good casting on that one.
0: So, God, I really cool. I fell in love with the storyline immediately. The thought of taking the good kid and making him the bad mole, and then the bad kid and turning him into the good mole, and then just watching this, you know, them chase the tree the entire time. Or, not chase the tree, but chase around the tree. It was i just thought it was such a great plot line evidently i guess the movie was stolen from a uh recent hong kong movie came out like a
3: chinese or yeah chinese hong kong movie or something like that Since all
0: scorsese said he wouldn't have done it if he saw that initially but uh even so they took that great storyline and they did something awesome with it
3: yeah i found it very interesting too um although it was like oh man i gotta say so Yes, it was a cool storyline. I appreciated that that whole thing, just what you said, Ryan. Um, but at the same time, (laughs) I I kind of felt that it was like almost like like they were pushing a little bit too hard. And I don't know that's the best, but maybe even like a little bit overacting to play up the Boston accents. Now, I've only been to Boston a few times and I've known some people from Boston, but jesus christ i don't know if they really uh, the people that i know over boss don't really talk like that right i mean and i i've heard a little bit of the access before been up you know providence way and, and all kinds of stuff like that and i've heard a little bit of it but god that was like over the top is that just a Southie thing do you all think i
0: i th- think it's kind of true i've worked with a woman up until recently like an older woman grew up lived there her whole life and there were times i couldn't understand her just because the, the the accent was so thick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard Marky Mark, he played into just his natural accent, and there were times that they made fun of him because they just couldn't understand what the hell he was saying because it was so thick. So, I don't know, I believe it. I'm not a huge fan of these Boston people as a uh, as not being a fan of Patriots and many other Boston sports teams. So, I just I lump in <laughs> the people along with the teams there. I'm just, just not a fan through and through. But, but hearing, like, Frank, uh, you know,
3: Costello, when oh, he was right. like, oh, man, he was Forcing you could almost like, okay, I'm gonna throw in this Boston accent just occasionally, uh, whenever I can say something. You know, I, you know, but it was just like, okay, man. Now it's just, you know, it's like when you you forget about it and then all of a sudden you gotta say it now. Is I was like, oh, that was fucking terrible. I almost yeah. Felt like the, he
1: was he was by far the worst Bostonian. <laughs> Masshole, isn't what they're called? dialect, <laughs> yeah, you <basketball>. have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I almost felt yeah. like it t- took away from some of those great acting moments we got from Nicholson. In this, like all of a sudden, you're locked into just this moment, he's so intense, and then he slips in a Boston word. Like, oh, wait, what. No, shh, Stop. Yeah, keep, keep yeah. doing the accent you already had. It started. Yeah, it was great. Just
3: go with your flow, your natural flow, man. You don't get it. ah, so all of a sudden dropping R's. You know, it's like what the fuck? <clears throat>
0: Dirty A's. Ah. ah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what?
3: What?
1: What? It do you for? <laughs> but I fucking
3: hate it. I. I. You know. <clears throat> and I guess like they purposely made Sullivan this this, you know, a rat, you know, kind of a way that he was just the mole inside. He wasn't the rat, I guess he was the mole, but, um, but the purpose, I mean, he was just a fucking unlikable person, mm-hmm. you know, and to even give him like, um, what is that? Uh, 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 erectile dysfunction, <laughs> So yeah. you know, you gonna, <laughs> we're going to give him fucking erectile dysfunction. We're going to give him the, he's going to, yeah, he may even talk with this fucking, like, this shitty Boston accent. But although, you know, knowing that that Matt Damon's from Boston, you know, and I'm sure he's had that a lot. But, again, he was, it was more like, I just felt like, oh, my God, is he throwing this so thick? Is that, mm-hmm. you know, just like, oh, it was almost great. Every time, like, he'd come on and just. He just grated me, you know, just like, ugh. I just, I just hated him. Yeah, he
0: was, he was easily, like, very unlikable right off the bat. Marky Mark was a huge dick in this movie, but you still kind of, or maybe you didn't like him, but you didn't hate him there through most of the movie. You know, there's parts that, like, yeah, he was way meaner to Leo than he needed to be. But I
1: think if you wouldn't have had, like, Alec Baldwin's commentary on Marky Mark, like, right there at the beginning, like, if we didn't have that marky mark wouldn't have been the same in the movie i mean that's a great point i mean yeah. you have you have alec baldwin standing there he goes usually he's a very nice guy and then, like the whole room <laughs> he just kind of laughs yeah and just their he's... just their banter as well he's like he's like you know how's, how's your wife oh she's tired how's your mother oh she's tired from fucking my father and then like just the back and forth like little shit with that it's like cool yeah you know, these guys get along great it was
0: smooth yeah it felt like real chemistry there even martin she yeah. slid in there every now and then thanks dingham anyway you know like just kind of disregarding him as shit you know just move along yeah. let's keep going but yeah he's I, like uh, he's
3: a good dude we're gonna keep him around he may be a hard ass but uh yeah you know he's going yeah. To those. He, it's like he grows on you right <laughs> or you know if he likes you he really likes you if he fucking doesn't like you he's gonna like really not like it, you know so uh, i mean the the,
1: the good line from uh uh from leo in there from from will costigan you know when he says what is it families are always rising and and falling in america and that's when queen's like who said that and he's like hawthorne you know and like they have that little interaction and then here comes dingham and he's just what you never heard any fucking shakespeare like (laughs) i just love it so much he cracks me up like he's such a hard ass but it's like fuck yeah dude. i would laugh my ass off if he were to say that to Sheen
0: when he was like yeah it's gonna you're gonna rise up and he's like yeah like a 12 year old's cock and I'm like oh my god just <laughs> give me some beat oh freaking great but steve you talked about trimming this movie down a little bit go ahead and get the garden shears out i, I say we yes. can trim a little bit i feel like we talked about how costigan you know no, he had no family you know mom's dead dad's gone everybody's dead the other part of the family doesn't give a shit why do we have to elaborate that why do we need these hospital scenes leo's gonna get plenty of opportunity to show his range of acting we don't need it right here we don't need to see the uncle interaction like let's trim this out between this and the psychiatrist scenes i feel like we were pushing for too much you know just that one-on-one acting which i don't mind that but we had plenty of it throughout this whole movie why force it these dry scenes you know yeah
3: yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you, Brian. There was a lot of those throughout the movie. that were just like, "All right, come on, let's you know, let's get to the story or actual story instead of the superfluous stuff that, that we didn't need." You know, there I th- and I really kind of felt like there was a lot of that sort of stuff going on. You know, I mean, even with like Frank and you know, even showing okay, well, wait, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? i was showing him with his with his girlfriend or the young, the young chick or whatever, you know, um, not, not when she was really young or whatever, the 13 year old, but
0: yeah. Well, you want to talk about that comment? Like oh. girl at the convenience store? No, thanks. You, you get your period. you like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? yeah. <laughs> holy shit. Well, listen at this yeah. point, like eyes, this big She was what are we watching? I'm like, hold on. He grows on. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm like, <laughs> the rest like, of like a 12 year old cock. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was just about to say, <laughs> Oh. It was, it was interesting, though. <laughs> Dialogue was outrageous there. With... You guys ready for two? Yes. Ready for two. Alyssa, roll on two. God, that was so good. <clears throat> oh, my I Freaking God. missed it on that one.
2: Both moles set out to infiltrate their respective organizations. And for Sullivan, one of the perks is that he gets to date police psychiatrist Madeline Madden. Coincidentally, she becomes Costigan's psychiatrist as a condition of his probation. And they begin a relationship, too. When Costello escapes a sting operation, each mole becomes aware of one another's existence, but they do not know their true identities. Costello immediately orders Sullivan to find the rat, and the police look to find out on their side as well. Costigan tails Costello to a X theater, where Costello meets with Sullivan. Costello gives him an envelope containing the personal information on all of his cronies. Once Solgan leaves, Costigan tails him through Chinatown, but neither man spots the other's face, even though they know they are being observed by one another. However, Solfan does stab a truckloader he thinks is the one following him. Big... How's it going?
3: Hey. Hey, hey. Bag, bagpipes and bullshit, huh? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. sure.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: So we were just about to start digging into the psychiatrist. Madeline Madden.
0: Maddie. <laughs> Maddie. Maddie. Welcome in, Alyssa. Let us know. Hi. Give us your thoughts on this, psychologist. I
2: mean, are we saying like... Wait. Are we talking about why it's a good thing? Or are you saying that just happens? Like, psychiatrists <laughs> are like loosey-goosey. What?
3: <laughs> I No, I'm not saying psychiatrist. Like, I'm just saying it seems like it's pretty standard. I see it in movies all the time.
2: Oh, you know, it's... I... I Okay. I know I'm saying this on a podcast, but people don't hold me to this. Okay. But I'm pretty sure I remember from school it being that the biggest like ethical issues that come up or, or license violations is inappropriate relationships. Um, because in the mental health world that takes being vulnerable and going to a place where maybe you don't share with just the average person. So just that closeness, I think opens up the risk, but my goodness, she that scene was driving me nuts. Like when he goes in and sees her and he's making these like, oh, suicidal risky statements. I'm like, you let him walk out of there. You are so liable if he does something. And then when she's well. messing around with both of them, I thought she was gonna get caught. Because this is my first time seeing the movie, by the way. But
3: but to be fair, she did chase him down and give him the prescription.
2: Okay. Okay, yes. (laughs) To be fair, you gave him a piece of paper, which gave him pills, but you did not through that at all verify or just show, like, okay, he's safe. Right? You got no validation that this is a good decision. He's clear to go. I can trust this. He literally came in and, like, he has no one else.
3: But, so. but she also, now again, I'm going to take her side with this because she also said, I'm recommending you to somebody else. Cause I don't want you to be back there. So then he's like, okay, so cool. So she could well, sleep with him. Then, yeah. Let's get a cup of coffee then. And he's like, she's like, okay, cool. Let's, let's, let's throw down, bro. You know? And
0: so that's. <laughs>
2: Exactly (laughs) what she said. (laughs) The wedding words in all of Steve's
0: relationships. Let's Let's throw down, bro.
2: There is still a there's still like a waiting period, right? If someone's no longer your patient or your client, there is still like a five year window. You have to wait. Oh
3: okay. I thought it was like like two days, three three weeks. (laughs) I didn't know how long it's the five day rule. The
2: movies are not real. And that's why it's so fun that people poke at like therapists and mental health people. They're the violators. Oh, it just the comes violators. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, take predators. that back. They're Don't the, let that stay in the they're, episode. The <laughs>
3: the, pre- the predators.
1: Yeah, yeah the predators.
2: Like right there. Just out here trying to help people. My goodness. Okay, we're going people. to divert, <laughs> redirect this conversation back to What's the movie. Let's the porn theater. Um, Oh, are we going to that?
3: So, but did she, did she take advantage of him?
2: Which one of, uh, Costigan?
3: it was more so her body
2: language. Yeah. Her like, like she liked that he did that. And also she was curious because he was correct versus when a client asks about you, you're like, well, "Well, it's not my hour. We're here to talk about you. You know, it's just like a immediate, no, you push it back.
1: No, um, she didn't at all. So though.
2: she showed her cards by that, in my opinion.
1: Well that that just shows you like that's another a, that's comparison. That's she showed him. Well, <laughs> so, yeah. Hey <laughs> oh <Hey-o. laughs> Swing Swing um, But I mean like that that shows you the difference between Sullivan mm-hmm. and Costigan mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. That highlights that they are completely different people a they work on complete different sides but they have different ways of re- of talking to women like mm-hmm. Costigan is real interested in hearing about her whereas Sullivan talks about himself a lot well we see it too
0: a little later on with the uh, her family photo. You know, Sullivan's like, Oh no, get that put that away back in the bedroom and Costa yeah. can sees it, asks about it, and then puts it on a rung higher than he found it, like trying to portray you know, show it off more and like you could tell those are the things she's looking for
1: versus yeah, but the but Whenever talking. he does that, it's still in the bedroom. So I mean I can you really I use the that? were they in the bedroom? No, they were they were in the bedroom at that point. Her oh, okay. bedroom. But
0: still, things, You know, yeah. he still made right. some sort of effort to like show it off more than it was, you know, and I think no, like, yeah. those are those moments that like, yeah. you know, she realized he's got the the better heart overall than, you know, that whatever the hell Matt Damon's got underneath this, this chest. Dude's got no heart. No heart. No
3: heart.
2: Yeah, he was, he was a little cold. That comment, I don't know how she didn't see that as like, okay, red flag noted number one that he has that kind of she's not good at her reaction. job Do you think
0: she's good at like judging relationships he's a good Black
2: liar night. like he said like he can put on a mask that oh yeah is believable he's like so... an actor
0: you
2: know? he's <laughs> an actor or something <laughs> 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 I, I liked i i i'm to show my cards i like this movie <laughs> i liked all of their characters i feel like they embrace them which also helped <clears throat> because you guys may have already hit on this, but they all freaking look alike, okay? Especially when they're younger.
3: Could you imagine, like, if Mark, if if Digum had like his normal Marky Mark haircut, it have been yeah. like, what? Yeah. Who the fuck is? I? Mm-hmm. I don't know who is who. <laughs> Thank God we have Jack Nicholson to, uh, to... Oh,
0: goodness. <laughs> we knew who he was.
2: He was perfect in that role. He is terrifying. Oh. Exactly. He gives yeah. me those. Ugh, don't look at him now, for too long.
0: Alyssa commented on the coke tossing girl scene as well when we watched it. Steve brought that up a little bit ago, just how out of place it was. Uh, kind of brought up how it was a improv scene. Another one was this one as we're going. That was into the porn improv theater. scene. Yeah, he. No way. To that
2: See to me so that was, was vile. Why did that well, have to the, be in there?
0: The strap on was as well. That was his idea to go into the theater wearing a strap on. That and, was funny. Urgh! That was
1: funny. From.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> Judge me if you want, but I chuckled. <laughs> I, well, was I mean, so I just—I just, just
1: love—I I just love Sullivan's like facial like expressions while this is happening. He's just like, you know, why the fuck am I here? This is so embarrassing. And then he's just like. What the fuck? What the fuck? And then the guy, yeah, turns around, and we see he's trying to the be fake. subtle
0: in his yeah. bright ass American American flag, flag hat. hat. What was that? <laughs> yeah. That was
2: stupid. Stupid.
0: So I guess I don't know why I've got this obsession with the porn theater, but as we're leaving the porn Oh, theater, yes. Uh,
2: <laughs> Wait. So I... why Hold on. Did those really exist?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: JJ was there a canyon after dark?
1: No. No there was not. That was not a thing. Are you
2: sure? It yes. might have been a underground secret society for the parents of Canyon. Yikes.
1: That's fucking weird, but it could have been, yeah. It I been. guess
3: I'm thinking that bigger cities definitely had I know, you know, you hear like yeah. places like like New York definitely had them. I would guess that Boston weird. definitely had some of those porn theaters, yeah. So
2: uh, unsanitary uncomfortable, ew, all Well, it's things.
3: just that mop got a lot of work. <laughs> you right? So yeah. you're sweeping up popcorn, oh. you're sweeping up loads. <laughs> that's right. The windows <laughs>
2: that we could roll with in the next 15 minutes, but that's not what the listeners are here for. That's
0: not what we hear about. No. I was we to talk don't about know about that, though. But. Well, let's jump a little bit, Alyssa. Why don't you take us to three? This is the meat of the movie, and we need to talk about it.
2: That's my favorite number. Sullivan informs Costello about Queen and meeting Costigan on a rooftop. Costello's men kill Queenan, and Costigan barely escapes. A shootout with the police results in Delahunt's death, revealing him as an undercover cop. Dignam clashes with Sullivan and leaves the force. Sullivan finds Queenan's phone and worries about his own cover when he discovers Costello is listed as an FBI informant. This whole... this is where the movie took a turn, right? Have you guys all seen this movie before? JJ, obviously you have. Oh, yeah. Steve, yes, have you? Okay, I know Brian mm-hmm. said he had. Uh, I was not ready or expecting for Queen Anne to die. Like, I did not think that they were going to throw him over the rooftop, let alone him splat right in front of, of the dude. And, yeah, that was like, okay, this shit just got real. Because up until that point, you had seen people, like, be violent and get hurt. But... Mm-hmm. That was like you just killed a not just a cop, like a detective, a star a sergeant. I don't know what what his ranking He's, was. He was a captain.
1: But,
2: okay, there you go. That's yeah. ooh, that's even worse. So that kind of broke my heart a little bit. I
1: mean, he was he was definitely the I mean, the well, one of the softer characters in the movie. Like he was, he was the, the most likable for sure. He was the kind-hearted old man. Like, oh yeah, it's my boy. He goes to Notre Dame, and like,
2: while still you manipulative. Want some, you want right? some
1: supper? Come on in. Let's get some supper. Like he's he's the granddad that invites you in for supper.
2: Grooming. Yeah we'll call it oh, that too.
1: Yeah. I'm just well, saying
2: like he was the softest perfect. and most likable, but he the way that they treated um uh Costigan was like crap. Like this guy is literally sacrificing his identity and his life to do this and you guys are are like encouraging but then you knock him down a peg. But you're encouraging right after that. So you keep him right in the spot where you can continue to manipulate him and get him to do what you want to do. So that's the only bad thing I'm gonna say about Queenan though, because I liked him a lot. Um, yeah, this, but I feel, I feel like, like was when the. Oh, go ahead.
1: Well, I was just gonna say, like, I feel like in that department where you have to like control all of these like, yeah, especially like dangerous undercover guys like that. Like,
2: like does it come with uh, the territory? I mean, you kind of
1: you you kind of ha- have to like you know break them down to control them, so you get what mm-hmm. you want, they get. You know, not murdered. and <laughs> <laughs> Not
2: murdered. You get paid. Everyone's happy. No, I'll give you yeah. that. You have to kind of wear the role a little bit. This, for me, is when the movie took a turn. And because it was a two-and-a-half-hour movie, I would say this is the part two where her shit got juicy. Right? Things started to speed up a little bit.
1: Who's... Wait, who? She said she.
2: <laughs> she... Yeah. Said, she said was... Shit got
1: juicy. Oh, they said she got juicy. Yeah, when I thought you said her shit got juicy, and I was like, "Who? who, Who's?" Oh, (laughs) she had a few
0: margaritas. That shit got juicy. Oh gosh, (laughs) stop it! Anyway, you're the one.
3: Um, But yeah, so I found. I I mean, I, I guess I did. I enjoyed the scene too. Whenever um it, it Dillahunt Dillahunt whatever Dilla Hunt, Dillahunt Dillahunt yeah gives him the um the wrong address you yeah. just know right he calls him up like how fucking again Go to 314. We've already seen 344
0: a number of times. 314
3: yeah. was like, oh, he just gave the. Wait, bro, you just gave the wrong
0: address. i like, well, she asked <laughs> me like four times. She goes, wait, that was the wrong address. I was like, just watch. She goes, but it was the wrong. Ad-. I'm like, I get it. Just watch. <laughs> and then it didn't like resolve until like a few minutes later. Um,
1: In yeah. the
2: best way that it could have, the best though. Way. Right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> 314 yeah. wash.
3: But that whole fucking thing, like, he gave him the right And it was like, and then, and then I kind of felt again of like, okay, they're setting—he's setting a setting me up for something, right? Uh, you know, I'm being set up again. That that yes, he gave him the wrong address. He didn't do it on purpose, but that's going to come into play here in a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I was expecting that, but I agree with you when they fucking threw him off the building. Didn't see that coming, but I appreciated the undercover cops. Who were following Queen for one thing, you know, again, Sullivan's a dick. I want everybody to follow Captain Queen, you know, and and so they go fucking follow Captain Queen. Those cops are like, why are we doing this? What the fuck What's going on? You know, and um, and so they're like tripping out. They're freaking out. What the fuck's happening? And when they throw them off, something fell off of the roof. Now, where were these guys that they didn't know what fucking fell off of the roof? They saw something fall off the roof, but they didn't see what it was, but they're sitting there right there by where they are. How did they not fucking see that? You're muted, saw.
2: My bad. I was going to say, I think there was like a vehicle or a trash bin or something in between them. So they saw it fall, but they didn't see Splat. what was actually on mm. the ground. Well,
3: but that trash bin got moved once they started shooting. They backed up
1: finally. Oh. Yeah, because... <clears throat> I mean, the van doesn't really move, and they they don't really move at all, either. The cops don't. And the corner, just in front of the van, is where Queenan falls. So, yeah, I mean, it is kind of like, it is kind of troubling, almost in the sense of like, hey, y'all carry guns every day, like, shouldn't we go see an optometrist here pretty soon? Let's make an appointment. I think
0: we've seen plenty of cop movies where they're just horrible fucking shots, you know? Well, that something too, big,
3: but, it looks like it weighed 200 pounds, fell off of the ceiling, but we don't know what it is. It, and that, really that, skin, that random
1: and guy something... that's walking down the road just got really wet, and he's, he's red. Like, he's <laughs> all
3: covered with some kind of
0: red liquid, and this
3: big thing fell off. But we don't what it, know what that is that is it? Could be so be?
0: bad for him. <laughs> so The body lands <laughs> right in front of him. And just that sp- oh, oh, that's freak. I don't now, know Do bodies explode that? like that? Oh, they have they to. Come on off of on impact? I
2: don't, I don't
3: know. know. That's a good question. I I've dropped know. a
0: watermelon from a high place. I'm sure that it does something. Well,
3: watermelons explode. Yes.
2: Stop. I mean, yeah.
1: I would think there would be some residue that sprays but a little mist. I don't know.
2: Well, uh on that note, uh-huh. Sullivan hears basically that he dies and just shuts off his little walkie talkie. Like, was he not responsible for calling in the backup? Like, is there someone else listening that is calling in the backup? Because in that moment, it made it look like he was just basically muting everyone. And oh, yeah.
1: He was he kind was of leaving like, him high and dry. He was like, hmm, what kind of lie can I make up so I don't have to deal with this? That's when, like He was like,
3: oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, turn this off, and uh, I'm going go go yeah. to go to hockey practice or something. <laughs> look at the it's, time. This is oh, one of the first the
0: evidences we see of uh, ghosting the, the, the early days of it. Yes. <laughs> the cell phone, the walkie-talkie days. Turn the Just dial turning, down. turning it off.
2: Because,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he was quick to shut it off and, like, immediately move forward. Hey, I need Queenan's files, like, right now. And uh, Marky Mark. Like I, I, I forget that he came comes back at the very end. But like, yeah, at this point, like we just send him off. He's gone. No queen and no marquee. You know, those are my favorite guys right now. At this point, hurt me. <sighs> that's was... another. Pro- that's another problem I
3: have here at the end. But we'll we'll talk about that. Hmm. We'll get to that. We will get to that here in a second. But yes, I agree. You know, I, and and if I was fucking like. You know, you're in there, you got this guy, uh, Sullivan, who's getting promoted, all kinds of shit. He's like, he has the inside scoop. He seems to have the inside scoop on everything, you know. He's making a name for himself. And now he keeps demand. and I want his files, you know. Give me his files and shit like that, you know. And I want the undercover guys and who they are. And he's like, fuck you, I forgot the password and all kinds of shit like that, you know. And so, I would be fucking, why wasn't anybody really suspicious of that?
2: right
3: yeah. away you know here's I'm this guy you've in. been you yes you've been on the force for a year he's got a clean you know? record squeaky
1: clean. clean he's got a squeaky like clean record that's right well, i mean like that the murders of the uh guys up providence way they've like costello tells him hey look at jimmy pappas for the for the job He'll, he'll, like, you know, he'll fight it, but the gun will be in his in his trunk, everything like that. Like he's handed these solutions to the investigation, and he gets one question about it, like, who, like, what about Jimmy Pappas? You know, like his boss asked him that. Alec Baldwin, he's like, well, he had a bad week. He he had a heart attack and then he got shanked. And they're just you're like, the well, good job. You're a yeah. you're a cop, my son. And then you know, dunks great his head dunks is that you know, nice water for a reason I don't know why
3: and what are the what are the Reduce biggest the things <laughs> yeah <laughs> one of the biggest things that we talk especially like you know in the military stuff like that you know is this insider threat thing right somebody who's an insider threat who's trying to get information and you know even like looking for people who are let's say moles spy whatever moles. is
0: Moly, 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 moly. Nice to meet Thank you, you. all. <laughs> is you. that
3: like if somebody is living outside of their means, so you got this dude who's a brand new fucking cop, brand new, who can't be making that much money, but he has this badass apartment which looks right at the state house and and everything. He is living way outside of his means. And nobody fucking questions that. Like, there's no question about that whatsoever. One person. Technology.
1: One person questions it. The psychiatrist. No the, no, the realtor. The realtor.
3: Oh, that's right. That's right. The realtor. he's mm-hmm. no like, he's like, it's I kind of have a space.
1: cosigner. And he's like, oh, a, a cosigner. That's good. He's like, yeah, cosigner. Got one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, feel he, like he goes. Go ahead. Well, I, I was, was going to say, it.
1: like, nobody looks at his, like, paperwork like you're saying, Steve. Like, okay, the realtor questions it. He says he has a cosigner. Who the fuck is the cosigner?
2: I mean, right. wouldn't they have to get that paperwork, too? You'd think. Or you'd yeah. get that info. That's, yeah. I think this goes back to him being good at lying like what has he looked at since he was what 12 years old in that grocery store and that's kind of what started it yeah so, i mean here's
3: here's a guy who fucking is is um you know running internal affairs investigations right because he's he calls the internal affairs guys to go after Captain Queenan and he even you know because when he's questioned about that he's like yeah oh, what's well, fucking internal affairs you know and what you do so he's running fucking internal affairs people but yet nobody's fucking looking into him at all or like oh man i felt that was uh that was pretty
2: that's kind of the fear when queen and dies is you're like dang it sullivan's gonna get away with this isn't he you know because you kind of forget about marky mark on his leave of absence or quitting or whatever do we know did he take the two weeks paid or did he actually quit probably does not matter
3: he probably took both yeah Yeah.
0: two Two weeks and then
2: he'll quit afterwards (laughs) i mean why wouldn't you gotcha but yeah that was kind of when i got nervous that oh no oh no sullivan's going to
3: do okay so wait what 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 fucking like really got me was the, like Alec Baldwin and I don't even know where his character kind of came into the or what his position was, but when he's fucking yelling at at, at Dignum, D- Dignum Dignum, whatever he's yelling at Dignum and like,
1: You're out of here. Two weeks. paid <laughs> yeah, two Okay. Weeks. <laughs> Wait, yeah. So he's like, You want wanna meditation? fucking open up your mouth again? Huh? And he's, like, yeah, and he's four like, yeah, fuck go ahead. He's like, two weeks with pay. Four weeks with pay. I'll going. It it's four like, four weeks with pay. Motherfucker won't <laughs> okay. do 52, will you, bitch? Like, oh, <laughs> oh my. That's what I would be, like, yelling at him. I'm going to try and get
0: in that fight tomorrow with my boss. <laughs> kind
2: of, you will, yes. That one. I mean,
1: oh, shit. He really showed you, like, how, like, how these guys are so much like just cops they are cops down to their they don't want time off they want to be able to solve the case and he's like two weeks we'll pay you get the fuck out of here and he's like no fuck you motherfucker like just he's fighting a paid vacation extra paid vacation
2: (laughs) i mean but his partner just died Right? right? Or his He's mentor, his boss. his boss. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they were the only two that knew what was going on as far as what they were running. So so kind of skip into when Sullivan finds the phone. And when who calls who? Oh, he calls.
3: He calls Costigan.
2: Yes, and that yeah. little game of like, <gasps> who's going to speak first? You know, they're both just silent. And then they both awkwardly hang up that made me laugh. I'm glad that they they threw that in there for the initial reaction, and then I kind of didn't realize I didn't expect Costigan to call back right after that. I thought that he would take the more like avoidant approach and maybe just run away or something at this point, because um, he kind of packs his bag, doesn't want to be there. So going back to like it sparked the movie back up. You're like oh, I couldn't leave his girl. He had to
0: stay there and fight. Was this no. girl?
1: No. Or was no, he it? Didn't. He's like
3: he he <laughs> wanted. He I want my identity back. That's all I want. Wait, but you're still fucking Billy Costigan. They never yeah. took your passport, or they never changed your name. What is your identity well, that it's you're getting clearing back? probably clear
0: off all the felonies he has. All the, you know, because they said they could get him for any like several felonies right then and there. So maybe just oh, like, and maybe even name.
3: like even like oh, as a ex con.
0: Yeah, yeah this stuff. Okay,
3: yeah, I'm card. not really an ex-con, so you, so give me my money and clear my name type thing, right? I want my... Yeah, okay, I got gotcha. you.
0: Well, Alyssa, why don't you take us to four so we can really open this scene up then.
2: In a climactic turn of events, Costigan tips off Sullivan <laughs> about a cocaine drop involving Costello, leading to a deadly shootout between gang members and police. Sullivan kills Costello, earning praise from his colleagues. However, Costigan... Who's aware of Sullivan's betrayal, avoids revealing his identity to him. Madeline discovers incriminating evidence against Sullivan and realizes his true nature. Costigan plans to expose Sullivan's treachery using recordings of incriminating conversations. In a tense confrontation, Costigan handcuffs Sullivan with the help of Officer Brown. Berrien, another mole, intervenes, leading to a shootout resulting in Costigan and Brown's deaths. Moment number one. Solvin eliminates Berrigan and exposes him as the second mole. Moment number two. At Costigan's funeral, Solvin's guilt deepens as he sees Madeline mourning. And at the very end of this story, when we have completely forgot about the fellow officer who left us, Mm -hmm. Dingham shows up. Shows up for all of us and ultimately confronts and kills Sullivan, leading to (gasps) moment number three, bringing the intricate web of deception to a dramatic close.
3: (laughs) That was very dramatic. (laughs) Well, Well, if you would have watched
2: the movie with me, that was me. I was like, (gasps) no way (laughs) just happened. And then the second I stabilized, another shot, bam, bam. And it was like, they just never stopped. The second she thought the story was over, it just kept going. Wow. It earned a slice and a half for me right there in that like 30 second yeah. span. Pop, pop, pop. We're
0: in this first Whoa. elevator scene with Costello and Sullivan going down. And and yeah, it was just so many questions like, what about the other guy? What about this? What about that? and before you can just realize yeah bullet right to the head like leo's just gone there's no like oh my Uh, god could i lose this character he's my you know one of my favorite nope just nothing just bullet to the head let's move on because we've got two more deaths to deal out here so i did like this whole thing like you know for one thing there was a
3: setup like like French and Costello were trying to set up to find out they were still trying to like find out who the fucking rat. I don't think they ever really they never really knew, right? They never really found out who the rat was. And but they were still doing the setup stuff. Then there was this cocaine thing that's happening and I th- I, I thought like okay, maybe is this a setup too, you know? But but then I was thinking maybe they're trying to they're still trying to set up somebody. But no, it was just fucking Costello saying, "Ah, fuck it, throw caution to the wind. I'm going to go look at this cocaine to load up, right in a in a container in a place that he owned, and I'm just going to go check out the cocaine. And it's like, yeah, load it up, boys. You know, like what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, why do you even need to be there? Frank,
0: he had to stick a little knife in you there. You don't, get a little, right? Little I mean, action. especially well, if
3: you're the if you're the big boss." You don't fucking need to do that, bro. It,
1: it it goes back to him and I okay, first off, I hate how like half of the cast calls him Will. The other cast calls him uh calls him Bill. It's like okay, Bill. And like they always <laughs> emphasize the Bill but <clears throat> I mean, going back to Costello's and Costigan's conversation, you know, whenever Frank's making the drawing of the of the rat eating the cheese and yeah. you know, his whole goofy thing where yeah. he lights it on fire, pats it out and like the face and all that.
3: Ugh. Icky.
1: Yeah. So bad. So bad. But I mean, right there, like he you know, Costigan says to him, like, you know, as far as drugs, Frank, what are you doing? Like, you know, you don't. You don't need to be doing this. You've got the money, and he's like, "Well, it isn't about the money, you know." Come to think of it, it's not about the pussy either, is what he says. He's like, "I well, just, I like it. I like it, you know." And that's his explanation that of thrilled. like, "I just." Well, he's he's still
3: gonna get the money. He's still gonna get the pussy, but he doesn't have to go fucking like check out the
1: coke himself, you know. And that's, yeah, that's but that's he the doesn't. Thing. He's like, I'm old. I want to be out there and doing it. And he works. i the, FBI. the boss. He's untouchable.
0: Like, he doesn't care. He's not worried. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's
3: a good point. He cleared out. Yeah,
1: so he's just there yeah, on his own. But then, then the gunshots start firing off. Mm-hmm. And he's... Oh, I got that? him! I got him! No, the phone rings. Oh, yeah, yeah. The phone rings. And he's like... He's like... He didn't make it, and like you know, having that whole conversation.
2: All oh, right, with, with, with yeah, Gwen. With
1: Gwen talking to Gwen, and it's like we that's lo- a long we time. We
3: lost Frank.
1: <laughs> yeah, we lost him, Gwen. We, we lost shot Gwen. him. But I mean, he then just says, "Okay, I got him," and then all of a sudden, you hear people like running over it's like what the fucking shots you wouldn't want to run over there when when the shots were being fired way after all the other Did shots you, how many
0: were fired? times have you run toward gunfire come on
2: i mean that, what, would have cops the scene, do.
1: that would have ruined you guys yeah but we i mean this
0: texas that didn't work out too well cops run away from gunfire <laughs>
2: cops, you know what was no. kind of sad in that whole no.
0: <laughs>
2: in that whole situation was he has his gun like under his shirt or jacket yeah. or something and he goes to shoot at solven like you are a little rat right you're already dead you're already shot and if not you're caught and you're gonna die in prison most likely if not then great you're a rat that way too because you survived that but for him to shoot at someone who I don't know if he calls him dad just for like cover on the phone, but I think that there was that real relationship there, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe not father figure, but like a male figure that he looked up to a mentor, someone that he idolized while also acknowledging, oh, he's pretty messed up. Right. We're just gonna like work within our code basically of being messed up, but do these things. And so for you to just, I don't know, in that moment, I'm like, wow. That would have been a sad moment if I was Sullivan. Like after all this shit, and you're gonna try and shoot me at the end? Okay.
0: I mean, it was part of Sullivan's plan too. He's like, I got to take down Frank. He's gonna ruin me. I got to fucking wrap this up. So uh, I mean,
2: well, yeah, but he was no wasn't two there. bullets deep, sitting mm-hmm. in a in a loader scoop. You know, <laughs> Costello <Yeah>. was. <laughs> you're already gone. <laughs> like he shoots let him, let him, bam, live. and
3: then shoots the begin, bam, bam, bam. I feel like that
0: yeah. is definitely one of the most memorable deaths I can remember in a movie. Is, you know, him being shot laying there in that loader. Like, it was just such a dramatic scene of seeing him dead, just bleeding out there in a most random fucking script.
2: Perfect cleanup, right? No blood. Just like... Dump him right in the truck. Dump later.
1: <laughs> go dump it down right. in the river. <laughs> let it wash off. Bring it back up. We're good. Right.
0: <laughs>
3: so, I did actually appreciate... So, then after that, right... They're going to go meet. Costigan and Costello are going to go meet – or, no Sullivan and Costigan are going to meet at the same place that Queenan died. He's he's setting them up, you know, and all and this we, shit.
0: We get that big first reveal. How did you all feel about that when we learned about um, Costello's – his second guy that he had, you know, snuck in there? Do you think he knew about Sullivan? Alyssa and I were kind of Barigan? chatting
3: about that. Berrigan, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, so, think Berrigan – wasn't necessarily a full-blown, like... He, he obviously wasn't, like, a, a born-and-raised guy like Colin was. Like, Colin started when he was, you know, a real small kid. His dad died. He was living with his grandma. Mom's not in the picture. <clears throat> so Costello, like, raised him pretty much. Groomed him. Groomed him, yeah. Um, but... I think Berrigan probably was like maybe a later add on as far as like, hey, keep a watch on this guy. We'll pay you, you know, X amount of money just to keep your eye on Sullivan. Make sure he stays safe.
2: But does that mean he trusted that guy more than he did Sullivan?
1: See, I I, kind of felt that like he
3: was like, maybe Frank was hedging his bets with Berrigan you know for sure like okay maybe like, Bergen's
2: already established and that was well, already his in before sullivan no. got in
3: so because berrigan was it came up with what well, Bergen and sullivan were in the same academy. they were in class, the academy, right?
2: academy together yeah so oh, yeah I
3: so that. they were okay. in the same academy class and that's why then sullivan was sort of bringing berrigan along with some stuff but i think maybe that's where frank was sort of hedging his bets okay i'm gonna throw both guys in here but at some point in time he must have told, or somebody must have told Berrigan, "Hey, there's another dude there. Mm-hmm. this Sullivan, or something like that." Because especially there at the end, whenever Berrigan shows up, he knows. He knows that Sullivan is. Yeah, he knows part of our of the situation. Part it of, seems of it, right. yeah, he does. Where Sullivan still never knew. So yeah, it kind of makes me think that, like, yeah, Sullivan or uh, Costello was hedging his bets, getting both ends, seeing which one was going to be better than the other one. Maybe one of them was going to advance up and go to this SIU or give, be able to give me some better information, but then okay, yep, Sullivan, and now at the at kind of towards the end, I see Sullivan, but he's kind of like fucking being a little bit flaky here. Hey, Barrigan, I love too
0: how quickly like we have this huge groundbreaking twist. And we get to process it for about what ninety seconds before Berrigan takes a bullet to the brain. Like it what? was yeah. such a quick emotional. Like I remember watching. Yeah. Not the first even time. Brian.
2: More like nine. nine. Like yeah, literally. it was so quick. Pop pop pop.
0: So <laughs> to
3: rewind a little bit, right? Costello's dead. He Sullivan, gets the applause, you know, the slow clap or whatever. And they're like, oh, and that dude's waiting for you in his in your office, right? Costigan's in there, yeah. and he's you like, d- well,
1: I just. Darlene comes out and, like, you know, the sexually harassed Darlene in the office. <laughs> like, she comes out, offers them this champagne and in a coffee cup, and she's like, No, thank you. Like, thank okay, you. why, first off, why are you so traumatized other than what goes on inside your office space? Because everybody right. ridicules you, talks about your ass, literally. But why are you so traumatized by Costello? Like what's going on there? And then yeah, all of a sudden here's here's Bill hanging out.
3: Yeah, Bill decides to to jump in because well maybe he's like figures, Okay, well and how did Bill know that Costello's dead? Was he watching everything? Did he just hear? I mean he was just
2: there. He's yeah, lurking he in the him. background.
3: Was he? Does, I mean, it never showed it. He just fucking gets out of the car and then just like burp, disappears.
2: Maybe you would just assume that he's either dead or detained.
0: Captured, yeah. Like
3: because he's Thompson. like,
2: right. He walked away and Costello was rolling straight into a couple squad cars. Good. So maybe he just assumed.
3: Well, or, if Bill was detained, nobody else fucking knew who he was. So he just starts like telling all the other cops, "But I'm a cop. Hey, hey, go on, I'm a cop. Don't arrest me." You know, and, and and then they're like, "All right, we'll we'll just put you in Sullivan's office then, instead of fucking booking you and arresting you." So no, he must have gotten away or walked away somehow, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, no, I meant that he thought Costello was either dead or or detained. Well, Costello. okay.
3: Oh, I see what you're saying. So either Costello's dead or detained. So now I'm just going to go turn myself in
2: right because he honestly he set that all up
3: his like, job's
0: done yeah
2: or as far as he knows he doesn't know that sullivan at that point he doesn't know that sullivan is is dirty he doesn't right. know that until he sees that letter on the desk with that one scene right but he doesn't even
3: know
1: sullivan's name
2: right but that one scene no he does in a lot
1: he does at that point Oh yeah, oh, he oh, introduced him right, on the phone. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he calls. Oh, he calls phone. back. Yeah, he, he calls know who back. Is. Yeah, he doesn't have a face to the name, but he knows. He knows who it is. Yeah, hey, I'm looking for. A, so, yeah, so when he
3: goes to his office, and then Sullivan goes to to another computer, because he can't do it from his computer, so he has to go to another computer. Well, he's got to go delete so, it without him. It's getting
1: all bluey on
3: me. So Sus. was he? But I don't think that he was actually deleting it he because. Did. Well, not until after he saw that Billy saw the envelope. Well, yeah,
0: but he still Because he him. actually
3: went, came back in and was like, all right, let's get you paid kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So he was going to get him out of there, but then once he saw Billy saw the envelope, and then he goes back to the computer and fucking starts deleting him on his yeah. own computer, right? <laughs> Instead of going back to that other fucking room, he goes to his own computer and starts deleting him, which is like, wait, why couldn't you just do that from there? But if he was actually intending on deleting him, why didn't he do that beforehand, you know? Which I thought was very confusing. Anyway, so so then he fucking proceeds to try to del- it goes to delete him on his own computer. Billy's gone, and while he, Billy's gone, so so now Billy's gone, and then he sends. Um,
2: wait, hold on. Uh,
3: yeah, what?
2: You're focusing on something, and you're missing another thing. Uh oh. This scene is important because we get to verify the officer Brown knows the identity of, Cos- God, Costigan. Costigan. The the C's in the names, Costello, Costigan, yeah. all of it messes with me. Yeah. Um, I think that's important because there gets a point where you're like, oh, only that one guy knows his identity because he deletes his case right after that. And no one would have been able to say, yeah, I know that guy. I can verify that he was in the Academy or even just give facts that could.
1: Well, and so that's where he's saying. That's where he kind of, like, I understand what he's doing and why he does that. But after the fact, you kind of, re- like, really see that he is showing his only card right now. Other Who? than. Who? Sullivan or Costigan? Costigan. By bringing Brown in to. Well, but
3: at that point, right? He knows what he believes that he's his already only been card. deleted. He mm-hmm. believes he's already been deleted, right? So yeah. he thinks he's already been deleted. And he is already, so, so uh Sullivan, so he he knows Sullivan's the rat. He thinks, okay, this guy's already deleted me. Now, at that point, he hasn't called Brown yet or anything like that. But then he sends Sullivan's He sends Sullivan of a the the the, the, the CD, right?
1: Yeah, the recording.
3: That Sullivan's that then Madeline fucking opens up. So wait, it, because she sees Wm Costigan's name as the return address.
2: <laughs> because right. Will so, and Bill
3: are the same poison. Because oh my god, I'm sleeping with both of these guys, so I'm going to open up this DVD to, or this this CD yeah. to see. Wait, <laughs> does he have pictures of me in there? It's like, why was she fucking? Open? Because she saw is it this. Like is Possible. this the <laughs> hidden sex tape
1: from a is camera about- that? Is was that my own me? house that i didn't yeah. know
3: about <laughs> like what the Dude, fuck i, I remember I, like, oh.
1: I remember the first time i saw this movie that's that's the really the only memory i have is elevator opens and me going holy shit!" yeah and then i had i had a list of sleep reaction too five seconds later yeah holy shit Shit! and then five yeah. seconds later holy shit and i remember i was in high school and my mom like bust in my room she's like quit cursing and i was like no holy
2: shit like this let me back a, this up mom this Check was this a out.
1: fucking <laughs> twist
0: <laughs> and, and you're she was that like is... catches a bullet too like that's all yeah. we want is like that's the last thing we can like because i forgot about marky mark so we're leaving the scene thing he's getting away with all of this yeah
3: but then, like that last scene, he walks in, you know, from the from the funeral or something, carrying a bag of groceries. And here's fucking, you know, Marky Mark covering all of his his shoes with his gloves and and a silencer and blows them away with the door fucking still open, you know, and blood shoot everywhere. Great.
0: <sighs> Did y'all notice okay. the connection with the groceries no. too? So like when no. he first runs into Costello, there he buys him bread and milk. The comic books. Exactly what he drops when he gets shot was Brent no milk. way.
3: Yep. Oh, I didn't say I didn't notice that. Yep, but here's my thing how did Digdom know?
1: So, here's is
2: this it,
3: is that the letter that Billy Shh, gave you to only get to
2: ask a question, you don't get to ask a question and God answer it. it. No, JJ, I'm asking a question.
3: Go ahead. we well,
1: nope. we'll let's the time.
0: first one and then we can answer the second one.
1: <laughs> no, I was gonna say, like. I think there was definitely some contact information and some, like, you know, some form of evidence inside what he gave to Madeline to, you know, Mm -hmm. hey, talk to Sergeant Dignam. He's the guy to go to on this.
2: I think think there was an envelope in the envelope. Like, if something happens to me, get this envelope with whatever's sealed in it to yeah
1: and by that point he has all these files and tapes of every Costello conversation ever it's most likely a key to a storage unit with a small sticky note that says (laughs) oh my god, got the (laughs) fucking money like here's all the evidence you need
2: well also let's remember the person that gave her the envelope got shot right so it's not just about okay he's unsafe or he's in jail like oh, he's dead. So he was unsafe, but now that he's not here for us to explain that that's how he is. Yeah,
1: dead dead men tell no tales. There we go.
2: More so like, okay, whatever's in this letter, he was not just paranoid or freaking out that day. Like, there is something probably valid and important in here. And if he's dead, that means that there's potentially someone else worse out there. That's at least the narrative that I would forcefully put out in my brain if I was in her position, because how could you not deliver that envelope? Like, that's something you'd have to look at yourself every day in the face and know, like, this guy died and this envelope could possibly get justice or something. And you're just going to like. What, not do anything with it?
0: Oh no, just plain curiosity. I don't care what the situation is. You're handed an
2: oh, envelope, you're gonna cracking open it. <laughs> Come on, three yeah. days later. Fuck yeah. Just three days <laughs> three minutes. Especially
3: especially if somebody's dead. They're dead, they're not gonna know, right? Whether we'll I look at this or not. No way. <laughs>
0: yeah. Time yeah. he gets no, around the true. hallway and he's out of sight, I'm in my apartment opening that thing up. <laughs> There's a disc in there, it's going in the D V D player. We're gonna find Also
2: it though, I don't know if I'd wanna know. Like if you don't open what? it, you can literally plead like I don't know. I may be in this, involved, and suspicious, but you can.
0: You hop on truly my Amazon account that. to find your presence out, Alyssa. You're not waiting for anything.
1: <laughs> That's a great idea. That's not Holy true. shit! <laughs> Plausible deniability. It accidentally
2: happened one time. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a great fucking idea. Oh
3: god. Oh boy. So the whole mm. dignum thing, I thought just like oh man this is a stretch and and again oh it's leaving up to our imaginations how dignum knows or yes because because once that envelope goes in the drawer you just fucking forget about it
2: honestly at that point in the movie like my adrenaline was pumping i didn't give a shit if they connected all of the dots i just like they they put enough on the table that i was able to look at everything that was there and make sense of it You know was it clearly defined no would it been cool to see like what she did specifically maybe but it was already a two and a half hour movie yes i feel like they with that time and what they gave it i I understood at least like i got the message so i liked I, i loved it at the end i was like yeah all right and you know he's going to get away with it with those shoes. You know, like with his little booty protectors. <laughs> Come on. That man yeah, knows here's, what he's doing. Here,
1: well, so here's my thing. He's obviously thinking of DNA, right? Like, he has the, right? the shoe protectors. He has all that, like, the minimum beanie? evidence. Yeah, but the beanie. But. He's not be- wearing he has, the beanie. He's fucking, he, his hair is all over the goddamn place. And Did then you he, he shoots, you shoots him. can't put it under a beanie. And then, but. Like, it's like, okay, maybe you might lose a hair or two, but now you're going to pull this beanie out, and you're going to put
2: it all beanie.
1: over your head. <laughs> That's going to cause all of your gorgeous Marky Mark hair to just flow everywhere. Maybe all over the apartment.
2: It's He's not a golden retriever, JJ, okay? It's not falling He's off that He's got crazy. a shred. The door's shed.
3: fucking wide open. How do you know there's nobody in the fucking hallway down Maybe the ha- You know this, so, yeah. So <laughs> you do know, So Seth you're fucking Boston. gonna you're gonna get caught. Well, in this fucking high rent area, also, and you know where people are gonna talk. You know, unlike fucking other parts of Southie, I guess. It's you know, middle of the day, everybody's at
0: work. Nobody's at home. <laughs>
2: Well, considering his impulsive like attitude and hot temper, I think that he's probably okay with it.
0: Well, everyone, if you've made it this far, you've made it to what's probably your favorite segment of this show. It is our Too Much Slice Meter. It's where we grade our movies on a uh, scrumptious pizza scale. So just like a pizza, you've got eight delectable slices. Our scale has yes. just that. Each slice represents a key ingredient of this movie experience from plot to performance. Creating a mouthwater blend of cinematic critique Ooh. JJ this is your movie where are you going first second fourth I want
1: to go Last.
0: third the one I didn't what? name of course why not nobody goes third that's a good point good point got to volunteer Five, for first we'll I'm not taking it go ahead Brian
2: you're right there <laughs> Mr French <laughs> whoa
0: not fun well, I will start off then with the departed. It is a movie that is in my regular wheelhouse. Like this gets put on often. It hasn't been on maybe a year or so, and somehow I don't know how my wife hasn't seen this with me.
2: I was gonna say not to interrupt you, but we've been together for twelve years, and that's the first time I saw this movie. Now I know I've turned it on before. Whether <laughs> and you I work made from it all home, the way so you ain't alone that much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yes, I dropped the ball on that one. She should have seen this way before. But thank goodness JJ plugged it in for us. And we're able to knock it out. Uh, but this is a great movie through and through. Uh, the actors are incredible. Uh, I love the movie, just the tempo of it. It's a bit long. We can shave off a bit. But all I'm doing is shaving off a couple pieces of pepperoni off this pizza because it is damn near perfect. It is almost a full eight-slice movie, but I'm going to have to go just shy, just a little bit underneath, and I'm going to go seven and a half slices. Whoa! This is whoa, the whoa, whoa. this embodies everything I want from a movie night movie. Could I have a few more laughs? Sure, but I didn't pick a comedy. We picked a drama for our drama week movie, and that's exactly what we got: hard
1: hitting drama. Jeez. Who's next? Huge.
3: Alyssa, well, go ahead.
1: Oh, Steve's wanting to finalize that some bitch.
2: <laughs> of Jerry. he does. Um, well. I don't have a whole lot to say. I thought the cast was great. That kind of bothered me that they all looked the same, but also that was a fun little game within it too. Just keeping those characters straight. (laughs) Um, You know, I know this is a drama, but we've also kind of lingered around like the crime videos, the law videos, like this style. Um, which personally I enjoy so I may be walking into this with a little bit of a bias that this is probably my favorite style of like thriller action drama I like comedies too but like I like the more adrenaline pumping mind suspenseful or mind game suspenseful movies Um, so with this being the first time I've seen this movie maybe I have hmm rose lenses on right now I don't know what I'm gonna pick I don't want to just sit and bullshit. I don't know. Pander, pander, pander. Well, you're doing I a mean, good job of that. I'm thinking, <laughs> like, this is the first time I've watched it. So I can't say this is on all the time. It's definitely a movie night movie. I like it. I'll watch it again. Movie night movie, maybe not if you have like people under the age of twelve. Might be something for their future. But I'm gonna go in and say Oh, shit, guys. Shit, shit, oh, shit, she's shit, on shit. tilt.
3: Do your thing, girl. Say, say it.
2: Say it! Say it!
1: Where are those birds? Right, I'm going to go
2: with seven. Ooh! Seven.
1: So, obviously, this was my movie. Um, the reason it was my movie is because it is, and I shit you not, my favorite movie. I love this movie. I will watch this movie all the time. Like... Not all the time. I can only watch it like once a month, but it is constantly in the rotation. Like Netflix always pops up like, hey, you should watch this again, even though it's like in your recently watched. It's right there. I love it. The storyline's great. The cast is great. I mean, yeah, you know what's going to happen, but I've seen this movie a hundred times and I've never noticed the X's. Mm. So. 101. Here we come. I'm curious. <laughs> yeah. Like, what other Easter eggs did Scorsese leave for us in this movie? Is it a family night movie? No. You have hookers, you have drugs, you have guns, you have brains. Oh, my God. It's it's an adult family night movie. But, yes, it happens all the time. But, like I said, it's my favorite movie. But I can't give it an 8. I have to go 7.5. 7.5. I don't think that there's a perfect movie out there yet.
3: Wow, what a what a great movie this is. What a phenomenal cast. Uh, a lot of the stuff that you guys said, you know, really really it can be engrossing, it can bring you into it. Uh, but at the same time, right here's my problems with this movie. I didn't. I completely disagree with the, as I said earlier, right? The editing, which some scenes just didn't make sense. Why did you throw that shit in there? We could do without this. It doesn't need to be a two and a half hour movie. Some of the, uh, I thought that a lot of the overacting uh, w- w- was in place. Um, I thought that maybe some of the stuff could have been explained. You know, hey, give me show me a scene with what she does with that fucking envelope, as opposed to showing me your mom dying again. You know, and the interaction with some random fucking uncle who wasn't even Uncle Jackie, who they brought up the whole time during the during the the, the movie. You know, so did I? Don't I really don't think I think that it won the best picture that year because there was fucking nothing else that I could know about in two thousand and six. Uh, but I don't think it really deserved a a. a a best picture Oscar either. and uh, definitely disagree with the best with the editing. Um, I watched it. It's a fucking investment. I, I thought it was longer than two and a half hours. My wife thought it was longer than two and a half hours. Cause it just wouldn't fucking end when it needed to. The ending was great, but it probably should have happened 30 minutes prior. Um, <laughs> with that, this is a this is a good movie. It's better than average. It's a four and a half slicer for me.
1: 4. Damn. Five Rip slices. it apart. And with
0: my seven and a half slices, JJ's seven and a half slices, Steve's four and a half slices, and Alyssa's seven slices, we're gonna come out to a six point six three repeating movie.
2: JJ, this movie or the mummy, what ranks higher for you personally?
0: Ooh, he's gonna have to say it.
1: Mm. He's gonna. Have Which to say one ranks those. higher? I, I would, I would choose this over the mummy.
0: Well, damn. Well, the mummy's fine.
1: but I don't know. I love the mummy. Hmm. I mean, they're
2: good for very different reasons. Yeah. I know that sure. that's a personal reasons. favorite of yours. So.
1: That is. That is. Just wanted to see. Slightly
3: Look. better than the mummy. So
0: down. this movie is actually gonna just miss out on our top ten of movies it's coming out at a six point six three. It is uh better than Dumb and Dumber, Christmas Vacation and True oh. Romance, but not quite as good as Zombieland, Land, the Incredibles, and My Cousin Vinny.
3: Yeah. I'll watch it. I think like for me, I'm watching a more fun movie. Although again, you know, I I I like this movie. I really do. It's just eh, ah, man, it's just it didn't i was waiting for it to end and when i find that i'm waiting for a movie to end i'm like "Fuck, it just ended already you know it's like that just takes it away from me a little bit more you know
0: do you know what i didn't want to end it was the freaking soundtrack this yeah. song hell yeah times, i fucking I love like, this i love fucking this drop is this kick of is
1: dropkick drop drop murphy, kick is that murphy yeah uh,
0: that's right Everybody, we're so glad you had a good time with us. The Departed, the Departed, however you want to say it. Departed. Departed. Find us everywhere on your YouTube or on Spotify. Apple, everybody